I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap one of your favorite childhood shows while giving you tips for surviving adulthood. Today, we're talking about cheating and bullying. What's popping, Tommy? It's popping. Listen, though, Jalen, I didn't have time. I didn't take the notes on the episode. Could I cheat off your notes? Listen, you're not supposed to cheat. Cheating's not good. Don't do it. And honestly, it depends. So there's a point in time where my mom said she had asked us. I was like with my family. And she's like, what do I always say about cheating? And she always told me cheaters never prosper. I've heard and that my cousin before. said, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. She's I've also heard that. Her her new message on cheating. I mean, let's let's analyze that for a second. There is merit. Like, yeah, cheating is bad, but people who cheat almost over prepare for than those that just study, right? Like you have to really go out of your way to cheat sometimes. It depends on what style of cheating you're using. Cause you know, the show opens and we see a couple different formats of cheating, right? Cause like, if you are going to go through the effort of like covering your body with the answers, then yeah, that you, you basically studied for the test. If you had to sit there and write everything out or like make tiny little diagrams of all the information, like you yeah, could have just studied at that point. Versus if you're looking at somebody else for the answers. I've never seen the body. I guess people may write on their hands. I've seen the tiny note. I've seen people write a little tiny note. Or they write it on their shoe. I've also seen people write on their shoes. I've never seen it on the shoe. And I think that's smart because like you just look down. Teachers are going to be like, hey, you're cheating. You're looking at the ground. I had this teacher in high school. I think it was freshman year. I think it was Mrs. Pitts. And like Mrs. Pitts was like very paranoid. She was an English teacher. She was very paranoid about us cheating. So she would like implement all of these like protocols so that we couldn't cheat, quote unquote. But she was like doing things that we weren't using as methods to cheat. And the most obnoxious one she would make us like take out the piece of paper we were going to take the test on. She would collect all of the paper and then verify that it was blank and then distribute it back out. But you didn't necessarily get the paper that you turned in. So like, I would always be like, here is a college ruled sheet of paper. And then she'd give me wide ruled paper back. That's not fair. Yeah, it was garbage. It was garbage. And no one was, we were like, Mrs. Pitts, what are you doing? And she was like, I need to verify that the sheet of paper is blank before the test because you could have pulled out a sheet of paper that had answers written on it. And then you would take the test and just erase the other answers. We're like, no one, no one was doing that. I guess, but she could also just walk around the classroom while you guys like started and see if you guys had the answers out there. Right. Like I feel like one good sweep around would have alleviated that problem without me having to give up my good college ruled paper. I feel like our teachers got intense about cheating when it came time to like the the state test, right? Yes, very important. Yep, we'd have to go to the gymnasium and like you didn't have school basically. You'd come in just for your exams. Wait, you didn't have school? Yeah, it would be, it would be like, so it'd be the end of the, the semester and we have two weeks where we would just like, if you had your test, you'd come in. And if not, you had the days off. <laughs> Oh, that, that is not what we did in the state of California, let me tell you. Oh, but if you if you need to go to the restroom, the teachers would go in with you because they were afraid that people were cheating. <laughs> either. Yeah, because you, like they potentially people could text you, you know, answers. That's so much. Yeah. That's so much. Like, I personally feel like my school, like, I can't prove it, but I feel like they wanted us to cheat on those, like, standardized tests. Like, I really feel like they were like, please do good. Please, can you just score high so we can get some more money? They were not worried about us uh, cheating on star tests, as they were called. Your teacher gave back your uh, paper that they collected, but uh, it had answers on it. So checking <laughs> for it. Yeah. They're like, listen, you need that extra help. Here you go. To get into the episode, we see lots of forms of cheating. I we didn't see any bathroom cheating. No, we no saw, bathroom cheats. We saw some body cheating. Coconut head did the old lean, which like you're gonna get caught anytime you're just looking at someone's page. I think you're gonna get caught. Yeah, especially depending on how far your desks are out. Like that's a that's a reach. 
Yep. And, and that's the thing with like Bitsy. Like, I know she gets caught at the end, but like, how did none of the teachers like get they, her? Yeah, they like could not have been paying attention with the way that she was not only leading very far over, but also talking during the test. And like not very quietly being like, move, I can't see your answer, right? Bigger. And changing seats at one point. Like she was doing the absolute most to cheat and was just never getting caught. Bitsy's the worst, and I can't wait till she's off the show. Oh, yeah. It's gonna she's happen. Bad. Yeah, she's so bad. Uh, so yeah, we get the different forms. We find out there's the most important test of the year. Very important. Mr. Wright loves to really push to his students how important something is yes he, he like he does that whole he comes up and he's like hey just so you know ned this is really important like i know i said this already but like just so you know again this is the most important test of the year and you know mose she's got that class in the period before ned so ned is like hey mose how hard was the test and she basically says, Ned, you're fucked. Yeah. How many of these episodes are just about like Ned not studying and then he has to study? <laughs> like, Ned, I thought we already learned this lesson. We already yeah, went yeah. through this parable. We have gone over this. When you don't prepare in advance and when you procrastinate and you don't actually do the work, you get bad grades. I will say the 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 reasoning of like he forgot his book at school, like that happened to me before where yes. uh, I forgot it was a weekend. And I forgot my book bag in the classroom. Like, I think I had uh, uh after school activity. I don't remember what it was, but I forgot my bag in there. So I was stuck with no studying for the entire weekend. Damn, damn, damn. See, we, we had a classroom set and a, like, at-home set. Yeah, see, that's, that's when it's useful for situations like this where you forgot your book bag at school. Yes, but... The- so I like feel for him in that regard. Did you have to pay for your books or did they just give you books? Oh, they gave them to us. That's but if you lost, books. they were very expensive. That's fair. Did you have the thing where you would like write your name and you could see what other students had your books before you? I don't remember, but also you have to keep in mind my high school, like I was the fourth graduating class. So there was, they were still working out the systems. Not many people That's fair. had these books before. I remember it was like fun to see and it would be cool like if I got like my brothers because it's like obviously we didn't pick the books it was all random so if I would see my brother's name because I had four brothers and two were ahead of me so good odds yeah it was like oh like this is especially when we have a class of 60 kids so (laughs) not a big school but yeah I think like Ned's excuse like it's not really an excuse it's the truth it's fair and this is where like Ned again like he just needs to tell people and like I feel like he just like never talks to the teachers and that's his first mistake right but I also think if this situation happened in 2021 it'd be very different like I don't know that at the time of this episode it was very common for middle schoolers to be like I need to email my teacher over the weekend to explain what happened whereas like now you definitely like oh let me email my teacher to be like hey just so you know yeah that's true yeah and and that's the thing. I think the communication is key. Uh, we get that Ned didn't study. Now he's trying to figure out how to study. Bitsy is on the honor roll. Did you were you on the honor roll? I was on the honor roll. I was very very much a smarty pants honor roll student. And did not cheat to get on it like Bitsy did. Jalen. <gasps> I didn't. I am not saying that I cheated to get on to honor roll because that is not a thing that happened. Did I let people cheat off of me and contribute to the academic dishonesty in that regard? Yes. Were there other situations in which I cheated on very important tests? Yes. And we'll get into that. But I would like to say full disclaimer for this episode you know, in case I become rich and famous one day and somebody listens to this back and tries to use this to expose and cancel me. One, academic integrity is very important. Um, and I know that now, despite mistakes that I made in my past and would not encourage 
any students to engage in this behavior, nor would I do it again if I could go back in time. But these were the choices that, you know, 16 and 17 year old me made. And they learned, yeah. Yeah, I, I had one like big cheating scandal in college. Oh. But I was gonna say with honor roll, we had a we had a well I've already talked about we had outdoor time if you yes you uh, had to be smart to get yard time yeah we also had a breakfast we would have oh. an honor roll breakfast and like you would get a leave class to go to this breakfast and the other the dumb dumbs would have to stay and learn <laughs> while you got to eat your breakfast so was this like an everyday breakfast or was it just like a one time breakfast I think it was once a month. Oh, wow. They were really trying to be like, get, get on honor roll, get some perks. I don't think we got any any sort of real perks. Oh. Yeah, see, I think that's the most, they were like, hey, you want to be smart, kid? Look at look what happens to smart kids. You get <laughs> breakfast and outdoor time. <laughs> we give you the good meals. <laughs> we'll slip you a pack of six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly but I did so like I just said I did cheat during college I was pretty overwhelmed I for those that don't know like to overload myself with a lot of activities and I have a hard time saying no so there was a time where I was doing a lot of things and I had to write a midterm paper and I may or may not have plagiarized and I may or may not have forgot to put a bibliography on it so the teacher was like oh I'll do it for you so she looked it up and that was the only reason I got caught because she's like you literally just stole this paragraph like yeah failed the midterm got some extra credit though like again like I did I I messed up and I can own that but I talked to the teacher we had conversations she she saw that I was really trying and putting an effort in the future and I didn't feel the fail the class as a whole because I showed that I cared. Look at you go. See, I never plagiarized. Well, I just wrote papers for other people for money. You were doing that side hustle, yeah. Not a full like side hustle, but you know, just here and there when people are like, mm, I don't really want to write this paper about the Scarlet Letter. And I'm like, okay, I'll write you a little paper about the Scarlet Letter if that's what you need. Would you write new papers or would you use the same papers? Oh, no. Like I I wrote a fresh, new, from my brain essay. Would you try to channel the student that you were like, if you if you knew that student, you were like, oh, they would write like this. No, which is like why it's surprising that like we did not get caught because I feel like my writing style is pretty distinct. Um, but I was just, you know, out here vibing, out here yeah. writing papers. Yeah. Well, let me give you a tip for, for not you, of course, but for other people <laughs> there. Ned's got a tip. He says, make a study sheet of important stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, Ned, you should. If you are studying, you should be taking notes on the subject and having those notes and then looking over those sheets. I guess his thought is maybe narrow it down to one sheet of paper. Yeah, I think, you know, a solid study guide can take you a very very long way but instead of going the study guide route you know ned tries the uh the cra- yeah what was it called the, the cram master flash the cram master plus plus okay yeah i i am like you know how they talk about the different types of studiers i have to write the stuff out like i will copy over my notes when i study because that's the way that mm-hmm. i learn best but the other tip make your own study tricks like the little, uh, uh, what was it that Moses was saying? The little little saying that. Hers was, I didn't write it down, but if, so did you have any tricks for remembering the planets? No, I, I think we did in school. I don't remember it now. There was definitely something. I don't remember what the one I actually like learned was, but there's a Blues Clues song that me and my friend were like obsessed with. Like, and this was in like the eighth grade, like far beyond us being like of Blues Clues watching age. 
So whenever I have to think about the order of the planets, I think, so the sun's a hot star and Mercury's hot too. Venus is the brightest planet and Earth's home to me and you. Mars is the red one and Jupiter's most wide. Saturn's got those icy rings and Uranus spins on its side. Neptune's really windy and Pluto's really small. Well, you wanted to name the planets and now we name them all. And you get like facts in there too. That's a really right. Good you know, you get like a little nugget of information. So like that was our jam. I also have a song for the presidents, the states. I was really into like a song as a mnemonic device sort of deal. Yeah, I could see you with tricks. Like I feel like you would be a big uh, uh, trick studier. Oh, hundred percent, one thousand percent. Because I'm good at memorizing things, so I was like, if I can come up with a way to memorize it like let's go yeah we get a, a gordy sighting he tells him and cookie we find out the weasel took his homework in the bathroom and it's not a study trick it's it's the truth the weasel is in the bathroom and, and took cookie's homework i feel like we haven't seen like a like a true gordy moment in a minute yeah he had that, that like weasel moment he had that like be a man ned which we didn't yeah. like last week mm-hmm. but but nothing, they, they haven't been utilizing Gordy, I think, as much as they do in season two. Um, I think they use him a little bit more. But yeah, so Gordy's off doing that. Mose is coming up with strategies to try to stop Bitsy from cheating. That is now her mission. She could just tell a teacher. She could. She could have just, you know, like full-blown snitched. But, you know, I you don't see want to be a snitch. I, you know... I was someone at one point, like with tests, we were very serious about doing like the, the cupping method. We were taught to like cup your hand around your pencil so no one could see your answer. Oh. Well, you would have the test blockers where they would put up the little like um, folding, basically walls around your test so no one could look at you. We did not have that. We, we did not have that at all. Yeah, it was like, hey, yeah don't even think about looking and you could also like get like fun designed ones so that if people did try to look at your stuff they'd be like oh look there's blues clues <laughs> and we didn't have any dividers they kind of like tried to space us out a little bit but like they couldn't really space us out too far one of the most common ones again we had like people that were very passionate about stopping cheaters uh mr castro my chemistry teacher he would have like an A test and a B test or like it was test one, test two, it was test one and test two. Um, And his plan was, so like the year before us, he had test one, test two. And then the year after it was like, then we had like test three and test four. And then the next year he made test five and test six. So that for every test, then he would have six versions to stop cheating. Yeah, that's, I I know the other, the, the, I've seen that done by teachers before where it's like, we have multiple tests and anyone next to you has a different test and you will never be able to cheat. Yeah, I, I feel like almost like teachers love trying to stop cheating. Like, it's like, they should be on the show Cheaters because they like, like, <laughs> spend most of their time. Yeah, they spend most of their time trying to catch cheaters and they do probably teaching the class. That's my new prediction. Love teachers, but you know, I think they they get a thrill from catching the cheaters. It was a lot, like it was intense. And it seems like it would make more work if you have to like grade six different versions of a test. Yep. Yeah, uh, why does Cookie have cake in his locker? Excellent question, but it looked like really good cake. Like- Very delicious cake, yes. I would say probably, I worry about the moistness of the cake. Like, I wonder if it's a dry cake. So I'm going to give it, off looks, I'm going to give it like a six or a seven. I mean, it looks pretty moist, but it would depend on how long it's been in there, you know? Because yep. if it was a fresh slice, she could have been a moist girl. But if he's just got this, like, slice of cake chilling in his locker for hours at a time, not so much. Yep. So we see the cake because Cookie gives Ned the Cram Master Plus, which is supposed to give him all the information so he doesn't need to study. He doesn't even really need to pay attention because his brain will just absorb it if it just shouts into his ears. <laughs> which uh, is a theory. I don't know if that style of learning would work for me personally. No, it, I, I would tune it out. I would, I would be missing a lot of it. It's like when you have 
like music playing in the background while you're trying to study like you're not listening to every word of the music it's just like background noise at that point but it's you know all in his line of sight he's got the declaration of independence popping up they're talking about benedict arnold and he's still somehow supposed to keep walking around school all day that's the thing ned should have probably died (laughs) he's like walking downstairs while this is happening and he can't see. It completely blocks his vision. He falls numerous times. I guess it protects him from the bullies because the bullies literally think, you know, we get into the next episode, like they almost think he's crazy here because he's he's uh, walking around. They can't he can't hear them, so he's not he's not phased by the bullies. But I mean, at least it's a helmet, so you know it's protecting his skull. Yep. He goes into the girl's bathroom again, but this time does not need to be rescued. Yep. Uh, Gordy you know defeats the weasel gets the homework back but forgets the cover page very important that cover page we would lose points if we didn't have one i'm trying to think of, we definitely had cover pages but it was not like i don't think we needed it for like every essay right like it was it was only specific things no no cover pages and sometimes we had to have a little uh report folders with the with the plastic yeah yeah I think we did that for a couple. I think we did that for our big anthology project where we had to, if we had to go through all of our work. <laughs> entire childhood writing. Yeah, I think we had a cover page on that. Uh, Mose wears a sombrero to try, try to stop Bitsy from cheating. Bitsy knocks it off with a fan. Like, again, how did this not cause a large commotion? I, no idea. Like... And how did Bitsy get a fan and plug it in? Right. Like, and does Bitsy not feel bad at all? Like, I have had people cheat off of me, but it was like with like semi-permission, right? Like they asked for assistance, like, hey, do you mind? This is the same girl, though, that got people in trouble for passing notes for her and then rubbed it in their face. So I don't think Bitsy cares uh, at all. She doesn't, but it's just trifling. And this is why we don't like her. Like, maybe if you weren't so mean, people would be more willing to help you. Yep. I think at this point, we could honestly just like, she is the the anti-character of the week forever. Like, she's permanent. Like, the the honor roll. She is on our, we will get a plaque. We will put it on our wall. And it will just say her name forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. She she has no redemption. She's not a good person. She's she's garbage. Yep. Uh, Ned takes off the cram master. He says, "Listen, like it's it's just it hurts." He's like falling downstairs. Like I said, uh, Cookie, you know, kind of understands and and brings up like, "Hey, technology is great. Look at me." And he's like showing all his tech off. Sweeney comes out of nowhere and is like, "Huh? I never thought about it. You could easily be cheating, basically, with all of your." technology right and then starts you know pulling on all his cords and such which i am like sir you do not put your hands in other people's property this looks expensive keep your hands to yourself sweeney mm-hmm. it's very inappropriate yep uh speaking of inappropriate cookie takes off all his clothes uh he is yeah. like covered like well no actually the first time he is like i mean he's not like he has boxers and like a shirt on but like it's like the nurse and sweeney and he's not even like in like a curtain it's just like he's exposed and he has to take this test without his technology or quiz it's a quiz that he has to do. like makes sense right like if you can't have your phone you shouldn't be able to have the essential equivalent of like google glasses on while you take a test yeah, I'm actually on Sweeney's side at this one. Like, I, I do think it, like, bites Sweeney in the butt in the end because now Cookie basically requests to be naked for every test. But he does have a point. You probably shouldn't be wearing your, your Google glasses for a test. Right. Like, you've got a pants printer while you're taking a test? Like, this seems... Yes. It'd be like me having my cell phone out on the table and be like, well, I swear I'm not using it, but it's still here. Right. He, and he has like so many options yep. in terms of all of his tech things. Yeah. Uh, Mose decides to just show Betsy the answers. That's so nice of her. Uh-huh. Or so she thinks. Yeah, it's a, tri- it's, a, it's a double punk. 
she is giving her the wrong answer. She's she's taking the L for the for the war. She's losing the battle to win the war, which is to both get her and Bitsy to fail together. Which like I would have just snitched. I would have just snitched. Like I'm not gonna fail for you. Yep. This is way too much work, Mose. And now you have a failure just because you want to talk to a teacher. Right. Like. I understand not wanting her to cheat off of you. I understand not wanting me to I'm not going to fail to cause that. Like, at least confront her and be like, look, yep. we're not doing this. But I I suppose I, I have no room to talk as I, too, cheated on the biggest test of the year. You're a traitor, just like that Benedict Arnold. I mean, it was uh, AP U.S. history. It was wow. our our big test of the year. Um, if you are the college board earmuffs, you did not hear that. All of the students of Intercom High School did successfully pass the exam on their own. This will be like that sitcom moment where you now have to go back to school and retake <laughs> that class. I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is passed, um, but someone, I'm not going to name any names, but someone who had better grades than me and was more prominent than me, hypothetically, popped the seal on the free response and looked at the free response question before it was free response time. And then when we had a break, that person then hypothetically gathered the entire group and said, this is the question, what's the answer? And hypothetically, a number of students discussed what was the correct answer before we went back to fill out that portion. We'll blame Backpack Girl. It was her. She, she was not in that class Oh no. It was not backpack girl. She she will not take the fall. Okay, okay. For the shortcomings of others. But um, you know. Well, yeah. And, and so Ned took the test, the important test. And man, this class was, this class really wanted Ned to cheat because they are making it so Great. easy for him. They're like holding up papers in the air. Yeah, they Claire. Yeah, Claire Sawyer was just like holding that paper up, and, and this is where she he gets visited by Benedict Arnold and Abraham Lincoln, and he's going through a crisis. Does he cheat or does he not cheat? And you know, honest Abe says, "Do not cheat." Yeah, I mean, listen, like honest Abe had some good points. I didn't agree with Benedict Arnold being like, "I'm the best trader." I, I don't know if you're the first. You're the first trader. I don't know if you're the best trader of all time. Right. Like, I definitely think that there are some survivor folks that can give you a run for your money. But yes, like, I, I think that's a bold statement. Listen, if that makes you sleep at night, Benedict Arnold, I'll give it to you. But I think you're wrong. Yeah. But I mean, it, I guess his name is synonymous with traitor. Like, we don't use other people's names to be like, ah, don't be such a traitor. Should we start like just like random people? I was going to say something, but she knows the universe. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> so Ned failed, but he didn't cheat. And so he, he had not. a moral victory, which is, some would say is a success. And he did what you need to do. And he talked to a teacher, told uh, Mr. Wright, listen, I just forgot the book at home. Can I can I have a makeup? So he will get the makeup exam. Right. And Mr. Wright was like super understanding about it. So I love that. Yep. Good teacher. Good moment. Most flunked as well as Bitsy. And then Bitsy like exposes herself. And now outside the classroom <laughs> when like literally <laughs> this teacher catches Bitsy and finds out Bitsy's been cheating this whole time. But does not find out in her classroom when she's openly cheating. Right, and then that's when they're like, well, 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 Bitsy, we need to change this honor roll plaque. It's so dramatic, and then she puts her head in between it, so it looks like she's like, it's like that like old-timey where you put your head inside the hole. Yeah, and you the yeah. yeah, that's essentially what, what Bitsy was doing. Very dramatic. I'm like, all right, like, sorry, Bitsy, you don't get your honor roll breakfast. No breakfast for her. No more yard time for Bitsy. <laughs> Sorry, Bitsy. Yard time's for winners, not cheaters. Exactly. But uh, if you're, cheating, you're not trying. That's true. I heard that. Uh, lastly, Cookie, like I said, 
is now like he almost is calling Sweeney on his bluff and like it is kind of funny like it's like good for Cookie like Sweeney tried to call him on cheating he's right and now he's going to make a point out of it and be like listen you don't want me to be cheating I'm going to take every test naked right since since you thought I was cheating you wanted to call me a cheater that's fine yeah honestly I was like good for you Cookie like someone needs to put Sweeney in his place I mean he is the teacher but I think the way Cookie did it wasn't overstepping and was a fun way of being like, ha, gotcha, sweetie. So that's the episode. And, oh, I forgot about your tip. Yes, please, please give us a, a tip for the cheaters of the world. Yes, this is my tip for cheaters. Uh, hey, don't do it. <laughs> Excellent tip, Tommy. Excellent tip. Yeah. Uh, listen, if your coworkers are trying to cheat off you, trying, maybe they're trying to take credit for things that you did. Just talk, like we said with, with Ned, talk to a teacher, talk to a boss. Now, I'm going to flip it. What if it's cheating in a relationship? Again, don't do it. But if you are feeling like you might cheat, maybe you need to reevaluate that relationship before mm-hmm. you proceed to cheat. Maybe think about your feelings for that said person think about your relationship have a conversation before you make such a leap into cheating exactly and i think like if you get to the point where you're about to cheat if you really want to be involved with this other person that badly just break up just end your current relationship if you want to pursue something with another person and like that's fine if you were like, wow, I, I met a hot daddy out on the street and I would like to risk it all for them. Cool. Just tell your significant other that you would like to end things before you do that. Yeah. 100%. Let's talk about some bullies, though. Yes. Were, were uh, you a bully or the bullied? Oh, yeah. No, I was definitely the bullied. Um, but I will say, like, I think everyone was a bully and was a bullied at some point in their life. Like, there was definitely people that I picked on, uh, like my tragic detention story I told. I did throw that sandwich at the other nerd, nerd kit. So it was like, you know, I think everyone, it's almost like that chain of screaming they talk about. It's like, you get bullied, so then you go and bully someone uh, below you in the rankings. This is true. This is true. I I wouldn't say that I was a bully, but I was definitely not nice to people at times. You told I, kids not to sit at your lunch table. I did do that. Um, I don't know if I ever told you about, did I ever tell you about Kevin? No. So Kevin was just like this like super nerdy kid at my high school. And um, our like second lunch liked to start slow claps at random. It was just like a thing that we did. It was someone would start a slow clap and then everyone would get involved. Well, like Kevin would sometimes be like coming, like walking down the hall and people would start slow claps for him. And he thought they were like genuine applause for him and not that people were like making fun of him. Did he ever find out or did he get to live in his bliss? I don't know if he ever found out, but there was a one like that I remember very vividly where he was like at the, he was on the second floor, like at the top of the stairs. And someone had started this slow clap and he's like looking down at all of us. And there's like, gotta be like 500 plus students all applauding him. And he's like waving and smiling. Cause he's like, oh my God, <laughs> thank you so much. Wow. But it was really just to be mean. I would clap for Kevin and it would not be being mean. It would be to celebrate Kevin. Yes. So I'm if I knew his last name, I would look at This him podcast up. is to you. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin. This is for you. And then as we all know, you know, we were often unkind to Backpack Girl, who did not deserve that. Also, shout out to you, Backpack Girl. Yeah, this is to all bullied people out there. Yes. We open this episode and it kind of feels like a safari. We have we find out it's Gordy narrating, but uh, we see <laughs> the bullies are are hungry for some bullying action, and they find poor coconut head. Poor coconut, poor little coconut head. Yeah, he gets his clothes turned backwards, and like this again. This is what I said of like 
early on when people had like mess all over their clothes and they never changed. Coconut never refixes his clothes. <laughs> yeah. We see him later at the end of the episode and he still has his clothes on backwards. But I guess if you leave them backwards, the bullies can't do it again. I think he likes it. He does like being different. I would not be surprised if Coconut Head was just like genuinely into having some backwards or inside out clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not easy to go to the bathroom. With no, no. Yeah. If the buttons are in the back, that's a little tricky. Yeah. Uh, so we get that and we find out Loomer's looking for Ned. Oh, yeah. And Ned is terrified because he's like, oh, crap. But they have a plan, Jalen. Very important plan that uh, brings back one of our, our old favorite gadgets. They love the mop bucket slingshot. <laughs> they were really into this mop bucket slingshot. It's because they probably spent their whole budget making it, and they're like, we got we to gotta really use this mop bucket as much as possible. I feel like there was a prop guy somewhere that's like, no, 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 we can work it in again. We can work it in again. Yeah, so the plan is... To make Loomer stand on an X, Cookie will come out of nowhere, hit him with the mop bucket. He'll get injured. Then Loomer's mom will come, see how dangerous this school is, send him to a nice school in Ohio, I think. (laughs) And then he'll eat shrimp cocktails. Is Ohio known for shrimp cocktails? Like, how did they decide that's what he would be eating? No, and as someone who lived in Ohio for two years, I firmly believe in not eating seafood in the state of Ohio like when you think about like Ohio is pretty centrally located like the nearest ocean is not close by any seafood in Ohio has had to travel for a bit yeah yeah I would not trust seafood in Ohio I I live near Ohio and we didn't have tons of seafood but we did we were big on fish fries that was the big the big thing and like fish fries seems like an appropriate thing to have like all right yeah but so you're in buffalo have some fish fries but like a whole shrimp some fresh shrimp nah, nah. we're not doing it yeah so i probably not the greatest plan um their their hearts were in the right place i guess well not really <laughs> but at least they were like okay we're we're trying to get rid of this bully by giving him something nicer as opposed yeah. to like we want something bad to happen to him yeah um Mose finds out that she, she's pretty sure she's a bully yes but she wants to be part of the solution yes because claire sawyer future lawyer she comes up and she out of the kindness of her heart is like hey i want to start a mediation program a peer mediation to try to uh i guess minimize the bullying you know try to try to help resolve some of these these relationships in the school right which you know also makes sense for her future career plans yeah and and this is just like most of like she sees an issue she's seen as a bully and so she's gonna dive deep into trying to correct that that's what most does you know but that is not what Lindsay shaw does yeah yeah Lindsay shaw not not great out there and if you talked about it before it's more ned had a whole thing too wasn't wasn't a great response yeah but her character she can learn some things from her character about when you make mistakes how do you be part of the solution to correct them yep 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 more peer mediation, more peer mediation programs. Yes. School have anything like this? Any sort of? We didn't have any like how they try to stop bullying. Because actually, like I remember when I was in high school, it's a big issue of middle school girls were big bullies. Like that was there was a lot of fights. So the big thing we tried was actually like peer buddies, where it's like a high school would be partnered with a middle school and it's like you're supposed to talk to them and like be friends with them maybe they won't bully if they have friends that was kind of the mindset interesting we had um this program called breaking down the walls and it was a two-day program and like not even the whole school got to do it so that part didn't make sense like you had to like get an in 
in order to do it. Yeah. It basically was like, you didn't go to class for the day and you started out with like a whole bunch of icebreakers. Like, I don't know if you've ever played um, Birdie on a Perch. No. Oh, it's one of those games where you probably put it. It has like lots of different names, but like there's like two circles of people and you have a partner and somebody calls out a thing. And if it's like birdie on a perch, one person's the perch and the other one's the bird. And you have to like sit on their knee or there's like different things you have to do. Yeah, we didn't do this at all. Not even as an RA, you've never played this game. Or like captain's coming. No, we did a thing where it was like there was a small circle and then a bigger circle. And it was like speed friending almost where it was like you had five minutes to talk to them about a subject and then you would, the outer circle would rotate and you would get a different partner each yes, time. Yes, definitely done that. But captain's coming where they're like uh, three sailors rowing and you have to find a group of three and pretend to row a little boat. That I do remember. I never remember sitting on someone's knee. That one's not a good prompt for birdie on a perch but yes we did like icebreaker stuff and then we did two truths and a lie and then we did like that like cross the line activity and basically it was the whole supposed to be like everyone be in the gym together for a day and then if we make them all cry together maybe they will be more compassionate and everyone was like i'm going to be a nicer person now yeah and we did that for like a, a month maybe and then people went back to not being nice if they were not nice people was it like the scene in mean girls where it's like everyone just went into the gym yes very very much that very similar very similar vibes to that we had sometimes we had like wellness days right where they canceled classes and all day teachers would uh, give like lectures on different things like it could be like like bullying and like trying to to create friendships a lot of it had to do with like health so it'd be like I remember there was one about germs and it was like trying to teach us that like germs are everywhere and they like put these like stickers all over the room and <laughs> like well yeah we know there's germs like it was a very irrelevant uh le- lecture series but like hey there's germs out there guys watch out did you ever do that like std activity where everybody has like a little cup of clear liquid i've seen this i don't think we did it in school oh i did it in college it's very exciting so for those listening that don't know how this works everyone has like a little clear solution in like a tiny plastic cup and you're supposed to exchange fluid with three people and then at the end you put this second solution in to see how many people would have an std and they're like see this is why you need to wear condoms everybody only had sex with three people but then everybody got chlamydia womp 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 i feel like those interactive programs i mean definitely in school and then also like ra like that was big like i remember there was like the teaching about like like date rape drugs and it was like you have like a, a program and you don't tell them that you're going to go around with little Skittles. Oh, and yes. You put them in their drink. And then at the end, you go, hey, look in your drink. I just, all you, all you are roofie now. It was me. I did it with my it's Skittles. Is is a way and a thought. And I think when I was in middle school, maybe it was either middle school or elementary school, the way that they tried to be like, don't bully people is they like showed us this documentary about Columbine of all things. And like one of the girls who died, they were like, she was a really nice person and she never bullied anybody. And she was murdered in a school shooting. So you should honor her memory by being a kind person. And it was just, it was a choice. Everything was so dramatic. We did that, like, it wasn't with bullying, but we we love, like I said, they love doing these like big dramatic things to teach you something. Ours was like around prom, every four years they would do the like um, drunk driving. Oh, did you get every 15 minutes? Uh, I don't know if it was that, it was like our students put it on. So they chose like, I think, six students from our school and they would be like they would do like a a play of like there was like the party group and then the kids that were responsible and both went out and then we had to go out of the auditorium go into the parking lot and there was like a crashed car and our friends were in there and they were all bloodied up and then 
they like got a helicopter to come in and they like did like the whole scenario of like this they like put the sheet over one of the girl's head and she died and then we had to go back to the auditorium and then we just like have her funeral and she recorded like <laughs> she recorded like a eulogy after it's like i am because of drunk driving i will never know love i will never go to prom i will never graduate i will lose all these things so don't drink and drive during prom so so we took that a little bit to it we took it up a notch oh we had this program called every 15 minutes which you can like i guess pay to have come to your high school um and so you come to school and similarly there's a banged up car on the front lawn there's no people and then 15 minutes into the start of school you hear like screeching tires squealing and a crash and then a grim reaper comes around school taking students every 15 minutes and they like literally like physically remove students from class and then put like a black and white photo of them like a diary wall-esque eight by ten on their chair and it's like this stat, at least at the time, was like every 15 minutes, someone dies of drunk driving. So every 15 minutes all day, a Grim Reaper is coming around and taking all of these students out of class and replacing them with their photos. And then at the end, we had like this like funeral thing. And then this mom who lost her daughter to a drunk driving accident came and like gave a keynote and I will never forget because these boys were fucking around while she was giving her speech and she called them out and she was like, is this funny to you? Did you, did you have something to say? And then they she should. Yeah, no, as she should have, but it was just like a very yeah. intense, like traumatic way of being like, don't drink and drive. Uh, hopefully none of you have ever actually lost someone to a car accident or been in a car accident because we are going to unprompted play the sound of a car accident during school. Yeah. 15 minutes. We didn't have, so this reminds me, we did do something similar to this. We didn't have a Grim Reaper go around and like pull the students. Where did the students go? Did they just hang out in like a closet or something? I they must have been in like the theater or the gym or something all, all day. day. Like their parents came oh. and like did stuff, which is like very traumatic for their parents as well to be like, hey mom and dad, I need you to pretend I'm dead for an assembly. Our see ours they did not want us to miss school as much as they they made us miss school and other things. Uh you they would basically you were assigned a time, like, oh, at this time you're going to die. And you got to go to the bathroom, change into all black clothes, and you can't talk to anyone for the rest of the day. You're just silent. You're just in the classroom so they can see you, that you're there, but you're not there. They they may have done that, though. I don't know. I was not in class with any of the, the dead people. Yeah, so I, yeah. I don't know if they, they got to be ghosts. And but then there was, like, jerk kids who were, like, trying to get the kids to speak. And it's like, you're missing the point then. Like, right, 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 right. But we have digressed so yes. far from fully. Hey, listen, we'll never, I don't think there's a drink, drunk driving uh, episode of Neds. We need to there get it in that. here. Right, so we were trying to work it in. Um, don't drink and drive. Today's episode is not sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yes, uh, not yet anyways. <laughs> Well, can you drunk mop bucket slingshot? Because that sounds so dangerous, but also <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> sounds very dangerous. Uh, Moe's leaves and tells Ned, hey, guys, don't try anything until we get this. We need to go find a teacher. Don't try anything. We will, we will, we will help you on this Loomer situation. Of course, Ned and Cookie don't listen to her. They, no, they never listen. No, and they implement the mop bucket slingshot and Cookie misses. And now after, you know, Ned does all that work to get Loomer on the X. Doesn't they even work. Line up their slingshot right. And Loomer wasn't even gonna bully Ned. Loomer no. just wanted advice about Jennifer. Also, he calls her Jennifer. Loomer deserves a chance with most. I won't say like, oh, they're like they're like uh relationship goals, but I think he deserved a chance. I think. She just needed to have some like honest conversations with him because it seems like he's made it very apparent 
that he has feelings, which are fine. But like, listen, Mose, if you're not feeling it back, like we need to like set some really firm boundaries because he keeps trying to ask you to dances and you know. Yeah, we need to just nip it in the butt. Like have the conversation, don't leave it open. Right. Yeah. Uh, So now Loomer knows they were trying to trap him. He is upset and he is now going to bully them. They created their own problem. Right. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy by trying to avoid the bullying. They are now getting bullied. Here's some tips for if you are getting bullied. Hey, teachers are basically bully-free zones because no bully is going to bully you if you hang out with the teachers. That's why they were like, go to the front office. It's got like a little bully force field. Yeah, we see this bully force field. That's one of the tips. And we see, uh, know their schedule, which feels kind of creepy. They're like, know where the bully is at all times. Yeah, I don't think that was a good tip. Like that wasn't my favorite bully tip. Yeah, because it's like, I guess you can avoid them, but it also feels like now you're stalking the bully. And you like, what are you supposed to do? Like constantly look over your shoulder and be like, okay, cool. We're, I'm in the clear. He's not here. It almost sounds like you should just have a tracker on them. Like, all right, put your track, get, get the bully to get the, uh, to share their location with you on the, the phone. And then you can just track them the whole time. Yes. Send me your location list. So what they needed to do was actually focus on communication instead of the location. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Mose and Claire look for some teachers. They, they have a couple options. Um, they try Mr. Quest. He's not cutting it. They try Chop Saw. He, he has a moment, but then he also is not really uh, uh, cutting it as well. So would you say Chop Saw couldn't hack it? Chop Saw could not hack it. <laughs> but Chop Saw's meltdown did lead to finding the right teacher, which was yeah. Mr. Monroe. We love Mr. Monroe. Mr. Monroe, you know, pops in and is like, yo, 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 we need to take a breath and communicate how we're feeling. And they were like, yes. Yep. Gordy shows up. Uh, first of all, he gives the kids coffee and they're hanging out in the teacher lounge. Which I always wanted to hang out in the teacher lounge. To this day, have not seen the inside of the teacher's lounge and have lots of theories about it. Yeah, I think I may have seen ours once. Like, I think I had to do something for a teacher. To be frank, if I am a teacher, uh, my name's not Frank, by the way, I am Tommy. Uh, (laughs) You are not Frank, but if you were Frank. But if I were, uh, I would just hang out in my classroom, lock the door. Like, I don't want to hang out with other teachers during my break. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be alone. And it seems really inconvenient to like leave your classroom to go to this lounge. Yes. And then have to walk back to your classroom when you could just like lounge in your classroom the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I guess that the lounge is really popping, but like it's usually just like a table with some chairs. Right. Like, I don't think it's a really spicy place to be. No. Yeah. It, it just would not be the vibe. Uh, but Gordy basically talks to them and tells them that no one wants to fight a crazy person. And so their new plan is to just make Ned crazy as possible so that Loomer leaves him alone. This reminded me of the iconic um, Fresh Prince episode where Ashley is also trying to avoid fighting a bully and Will, you know, tells her to just act crazy. Yeah, no, and and that's like essentially what happens here. Uh, Cookie does like what Cookie kind of does best, which is he becomes Ned's hype person. He's like really good in that role. And like, that's the role that I think I would serve for me, you know, me personally. I cannot fight people, not in a position to fight people, but you need a hype person, I got you. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, Loomer, Ned's looking for you. Right, and you know, like, and Cookie's got this whole like squad with him too. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it is. He he does that. Ned jumps into a trash can to show he's crazy. Lunch lady yells at him, says, if you want food, like we can give you more food, but you don't need to go in the trash can for it. Which I liked her approach for this here. Of like, listen. These students jump in trash cans way too often. They do. They really do. And it's concerning. Like, I wonder if this 
is a topic of conversation at any like of the teacher staff meetings like how do we get the kids to stop jumping in trash cans yeah maybe they have to get new trash cans that are tiny enough that's probably why nowadays we see the little like, just like the circle to throw your stuff into mm-hmm. yeah just, so then you can't jump in it nope no one's as tiny as those little circle holes <laughs> can't jump in that know. I don't know why the, the phrasing of circle holes made me giggle. <laughs> it's a very scientific term, you know? Ah, uh, yes, the trash cans with the circle holes. Yes, mm-hmm. very, very specific, those circle holes. Yep. Uh, we find out that Monroe was a bully himself. He was. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. But Anyone? he is part of the solution. Yes. He realized his mistake. He said, I was young. doesn't excuse it, but now I will work just like Moe's to help make a better future in this school. Exactly. Yep. And, and right at the right time, because they get to Cookie and Ned, who at this point, Ned is went full crazy. He's wearing his underpants on the outside. I'll hand it to Ned here. He has fully committed to to the crazy yeah and honestly this is what we were saying both being bullied and being a bully he's now loomer's bully he is bullying loomer he is stalking loomer he is he is like abusing loomer right you know cookies over here like making him feel threatened yeah and so they go to mediation and and monroe and claire and mose are on the board and basically they first decide that like listen loomer you you need to stop bullying coconut head Yes, very important. Ned and Cookie need to leave Loomer alone. He's literally terrified of you. Right. And then Ned was like, what? I was trying to avoid getting beat up by him. But like, really, Ned, Loomer was never trying to bully you until you started trying to attack him with the mop bucket slingshot. Yep. Yeah. And that, like, honestly, if that would have happened, they could have, like, got some serious trouble. You were now, like... It's, it's now not bullying. You now, uh, like, attacked another student. Right, like, that's assault. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they got off lucky here. We see that Ned signs the papers, and everything is A-O-K. Jalen, do you have a tip for bullies or against bullies? <laughs> I, I do not <laughs> provide suggestions on effective bullying. Yeah. But... um. There's a lot of, you know, sometimes workplace bullying or harassment that happens. Document, 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 and take good notes so that you have an accurate record and reflection of what has happened. So it's not just your word against theirs. Yeah. But I, I would not say to uh, stalk people in the workplace that are bullying you or trying to attack them to get them sent to boarding school. But the shrimp cocktails. If you're trying to do boarding school with shrimp cocktails, I'm thinking more New England. Yeah. I, but even with all that evidence, sometimes teachers still won't support you. I uh, had a, a kid, I think I might have talked about this, but like a kid spit in my, I had one of those like, a, it wasn't even like, like a, like a, it was a fabric binder. It was a nice one. And he like spit inside it. And I like showed the teacher and she was like, what do you just go wash it off? And I'm like, but you don't realize like, like, that the student just did that to me right like people should not be allowed to do these things yeah so we need we need a mr monroe yes and you gotta find the right advocate yep uh that's the episode Jalen. do we got some side characters of the week so my side character of the week we're getting a little nuance a little specific i want Gordy, but only as the narrator during the <laughs> bullying episode. Yes, yes, we do see that Gordy was the narrator all along. Yeah, I, I thought he has a good narrating voice. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Mine is, it could go either way. Both kind of did the same thing, but I think for me, it's the person that uh, initially was more proactive. And so I'm going to give it to Claire Sawyer. Yes. I thought her out of nowhere pitching mediation program was great. She didn't need it. It doesn't seem like she, you know, she probably does get bullied, but we don't see it. And it seems like she's just trying to help out other students that she cares about. And I think it will look, you know, really great on a college application to be like, I started this peer mediation group. You know, she's trying to get into law school one day. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get like, 
it become like Moses' pure mediation because like it's Claire's. Claire's the one that came yeah, up with it. Yeah, like Claire's Claire's idea, and then Moses like I want to help, and so Claire allowed Mose yep. to participate as well. Yeah, and I think those are great side characters. Obviously, Bitsy is still on our anti side character. Yes, because she's the worst, and she will forever stay there. She's so bad. I I do not like her, and that is it for us we'll be back for the finale season finale i believe it is emergency drills and late bus yes yes it is will be fun lots of conversations we definitely had a lot of emergency drill practice and uh the late bus was i did a lot of after school activities so i was very much a late bus boy I, I did not have a, a late bus, really, oh. not for long. But we'll get into that, as well as California and the Great Shakeout. Oh. All this and more next week on Declassified Survival Guide. Yes. And remember, if you like us, if you love us, rate and review us. Hell yeah. And and also get a sponsor by like DoorDash. Like I pay for that DoorDash Plus, and I would like to stop paying for it. So if someone <laughs> wants to like help a boy out, give me that free DoorDash Plus. We we find that very helpful. Um, special thank you to our supporters as well as our friends that do nice things for us, like uh, Aaron Roberts, who made the music that you hear in our intro and outro. Yep. And Jason Chadwick, who makes the logo you look at. If you're on like your phone, you'll see it. It's there. It's a logo. It's a great logo. Yeah. That's it for us. And remember, guys, together we can survive the world. <laughs> <laughs>